0: Welcome back. You are listening to Nate the Hate on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and like the video. And as always, if you'd like to support the channel, we have a Streamlabs link in our description below. Donate any amount. You can ask us a question at the and at the end of the episode, we will answer it. If you donate $100 or more, we will dedicate the episode to you. And joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Modern Vintage Gamer. What's going on, Nate? Great to be here. Thanks for having me on, as always. It's always great having you here. We're going to have some fun today. And joining us today is... Games Beats very own Astro Playground speedrunner, <laughs> Jeffrey Grubb.
1: I'm I'm so happy to be back. You know, you know, one thing people don't know about this show is before we talk a little bit before and, and Nate has this crazy southern accent that he just turns off as soon as the show starts. <laughs> right. He just goes into his normal his normal podcast voice. No one ever gets to hear it, but you ever if you're lucky enough and you check that out, it's pretty impressive.
2: Sometimes you can uh-huh. you can hear him slip. You know, yeah, you can he, hear him slip. He, yeah, he, that's right. He'll just, if you listen carefully. He'll
1: let one just you know, go, go a little bit. <laughs>
0: I do have to control my accent, you know. I have to, <laughs> I have to put out this nice radio podcasting yeah, voice, yeah. You know, looks like, like a skilled actor. The games industry the just trying to make us
1: all sound the same. Yeah, it's awful.
0: That's right. <laughs> and we have another guest joining us today. You've heard the name, but now you will hear the voice and opinion of Shamsa.
3: Hi.
0: Thank you for joining us today, Shamsa.
3: You are very welcome.
0: It's going to be a fun discussion, and today we're going to talk about. Jeff Keighley's The Game Award. We're going to give some of our predictions. And we're going to see what we expect from the big three companies, Microsoft, Nintendo, and Sony. And we're going to start off right now with Microsoft. And I'm going to pivot to Jeff Grubb and say, do you think we're going to see a big show from Microsoft The Game Awards this year? Last year, we saw the Xbox Series X. And now that the system's out... What can we really expect from Microsoft at this show? Because it seems like a lot to live up to as far as last year was concerned.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I wonder if they like think about it in those terms. I I, I know that they're going to have something there. Um, now I'm like trying to remember if we have embargoes on anything like this, and I don't know if we have anything from Microsoft yet uh, in terms of coverage. So I'm like, I could probably still speculate on this. Um, I. Uh, from what I've heard, they'll have something there. Uh, whether or not it's going to be like uh, on, on the level of you know a new console, almost certainly not. Uh, but they could probably they have some games that they can still talk about with us and and, and bring up. Um, but you know how the Game Awards go, where it's like um, before they happen people like us get together on podcasts and we talk about like what we expect mm-hmm. to happen. And it's always like big new game announcements. And then we get to the game awards and it's like mostly updates, the games we already know exist. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there was some stuff like that. Like, um, you know, they might talk about some, some like Minecraft thing. Oh, like Minecraft ray tracing coming to Xbox or something like that. That's the kind of stuff that could show up at, at the game awards as well. Um, do, do I hope for something more? I, I, absolutely. I, I And I think it's possible, um, but I, I just don't want to like, uh I, i'm always hesitant about building up hype where maybe there shouldn't be any
0: yeah about- microsoft is definitely in a weird position we saw hellblade 2 last year we haven't seen hellblade 2 really in a meaningful way since then we saw that very brief trailer at their summer event which was essentially the exact same trailer from the game awards where they just talked over it what and about the initiative
2: what about the initiative yes game? that's that the big
1: one yeah right I I think it's possible. I I think that, um, that like, uh, I've said this elsewhere, that the the timing matches up a little bit with what they were thinking about earlier in the year where uh, Mm -hmm. they were thinking, "Well, maybe we we could talk about the initiative at XO20, if we have an XO20. Um, And, uh, you know, that was early, early in the year, before the pandemic early in the year. So uh, who knows if, like, that timing actually does still make sense. But but it's possible. And it's the kind of thing where that... um, there's been some smoke around that game where people uh, do uh, want to talk about it. And so any little bit of information that gets out there gets taken, gets twisted, get people run with it. They, the Any like the, the episodic thing where it was just like people kind of trying to speculate and based on a little bit of information and then that gets taken by another site and they turn it into a huge story. Uh, maybe uh-huh. maybe Microsoft wants to like, you know, try to uh, define that narrative a little bit more. Maybe this would be a good time to do that. Um, but also I, I don't think it it's... It's the kind of thing where they don't want to like work backward from. Oh, we we don't want people like spreading stuff about this. We we want to be in control of this narrative for the right reasons and not just kind of be back on our heels. So, um, I don't know. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if the initiative game shows up there. But also, it, it, after this year, who knows? They probably want to just hold on to it until they're absolutely sure they're going to be able to like hit their timeline or any timeline that they might talk about with that game.
0: Yeah, and that's the good point. And another one that's always been in the back of my mind is the Xbox Series X and S are selling out. Do you really have to go into an award show like the Game Awards at the end of the year while during sellout and introduce your next triple A tier game? Because you're not really gonna, you're not trying to move hardware right now. It's selling out. So do you need to bring something like the initiative game, which we are all anticipating to be in the perfect dark universe, at an award show at this time or can you just give us updates on you know the known franchises that you've already announced you know maybe a new update to forza horizon motorsport we saw forza horizon 4 get new content announced today during a stream and if you give us an update on you know the status of that game or maybe you give us a development update on halo infinite or announce intentions to bring a multiplayer beta Mm -hmm. in the first few months of 2021, I think that would serve Microsoft's interest to a, a grander level. But from a hype standpoint, I guess as fans, you really want them to bring something more meaningful and you want that next big trailer, be it Starfield, even though that wouldn't be Microsoft in this case, it'd still be Bethesda. But we've really seen Microsoft's roadmap almost fully detailed in terms of game trailers up to this point. Like, I don't think we're going to see a new Fable trailer at this point in time. We're not going yeah. to see a lot of those games that they had just revealed only a few months ago because they really don't have that much else in you know in a development state that they could announce at this time. So as far as first-party comes from Microsoft, we really have a good idea of where they're going with the platform. But maybe maybe something with the Game Pass. Maybe they secured a new third-party game and they want to have that exclusive trailer drop with game pass mention but I say out of the three companies Microsoft may be the most difficult to predict
1: yeah I, th- I, th- I think that's right and it, it, a lot of this comes down to um how these decisions get made who within these companies make these decisions and uh you know a lot of time it, a lot of times it's the communications teams um at like Microsoft and Nintendo uh and you try to look at their their history with the, the game awards and what they do end up bringing like and and when I look to Nintendo I see stuff like um, OK, they had Zelda trailer one year and then the next year they kind of had a, a bunch of smaller stuff or maybe they or maybe they announced. Like, did they do Did they dance? The, the uh, Joker was going to be in Smash at the Game Awards. I think they did that. Yes. In the, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So so and the, but it's a whole range of stuff that they've brought to the Game Awards. So it's like mm-hmm. they don't I, I think they don't think of the Game Awards as. Uh, One kind of audience. I think they could think that they can bring anything here and it will serve their purpose of spreading the information because I think the audience is so so broad and at the same time, also very hardcore. Uh, So you you can sort of kind of do whatever. I think that speaks to your point of making it very hard to uh, predict. And then, you know, on top of that, you're right. I think we've heard most of what we already know about Microsoft. So that makes it even more difficult.
0: Yeah, because I'd love to see a development update on Halo Infinite, but it just feels far too soon because Microsoft really, they were hesitant to even delay the game out of 2020. So I don't see them coming with a meaningful update at this point, maybe a new trailer if they could have really worked hard and just focused on the trailer to say, look, we've incorporated ray tracing. We've enhanced some of the textures. Now it looks good, but this is a really small sample size of what we're hoping to achieve when the full game comes out, maybe in late 2021. And I don't know if that is really – this is really the time or place for that. You still have hype around the platform, but you do want to generate some positive press. And the Game Awards is a good venue to generate positive press. And I think Microsoft is definitely looking for some of that. And that's where I keep coming back to the initiative of, do you just announce this game just to generate some excitement around your brand again? Because right now, Momentum is definitely on Sony's side. The PS5 has had an amazing launch. It has games people are talking about, not just Astro's Playground, which generates a lot of social media buzz. But (laughs) it seems like Microsoft really has to come out kind of in a really unexpected way and just say, wow. I mean, we've seen the rumors of maybe Forza Horizon 5 is 2021. And I think that would catch... (laughs) I mean, it would catch a lot of people by surprise because it would throw off their... Scheduling of how they handle the Horizon yeah. and motorsports scheduling. And, but if they did, if they did have Forza Horizon 5 ready for the first half of 2021, then you would show it at the show and you would have people excited, could say, finally, we have a first party game for us to really rally behind. Cause that's Microsoft's weakness going into 2021 is what's the next first party re- exclusive release for the Xbox Series line of platforms? And it's, the medium if we want to consider that a first party game but i don't think it is would be psychonauts is multi-platform i believe is it yeah yeah that's right yeah it was
1: like uh wasn't
0: yeah who's the publisher on that
1: i don't think it's i think microsoft is not hopefully the publisher there because that deal happened before microsoft made the purchase
2: they're quite double fine before or after yeah after the fact you're right
1: yeah. So I mean yeah, about Fourth Horizon, like it, it makes a lot of sense. You, you mean you know what doesn't carry COVID? Cars. So Jeff Keighley could stand <laughs> next to a car and, and they could still get their car up on uh, on a stage, even though they couldn't do E three. Uh-huh. So Microsoft's happy. Uh yeah. It makes a lot of sense. I, I would I would love to see that. I mean, um I, I Excuse me. I think Microsoft would have to uh, be very good at messaging that, hey, this is not a sign to worry about motorsport. This is just a sign, hey, the next Horizon's ready. Why would we make you wait? Um, But, you know, I think they can handle that messaging pretty easily as long as they can uh, still talk a little bit about motorsport and say, hey, that's still coming. Don't worry about that at all. This was always the plan. Uh, We just wanted to surprise you. I I think that would be excellent. You know, who knows if that does pan out, but I I would be excited for it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Seeing Forza, you know, Horizon 5, I'm hopeful for maybe a new Hellblade 2 update because it has been a year. We know the game is still a decent amount off from release. But if I'm Microsoft, I'm definitely looking at that 2021 lineup saying, let's generate some sort of excitement at this mass event that, you know, casual consumers view. And let's generate some hype for our brand so we can sell those Xboxes moving into 2021 and that first half of 2021. Because as far as we can tell, we really don't have the software to do it. So we have to generate some excitement with something. Maybe the Game Awards is the venue for Microsoft to do exactly that. We'll find out this week. And I mean, as hard as it is to predict for Microsoft, I'm also excited for the prospect that we're unsure what Microsoft really has in store for the show. So that could be a good thing, and we're going to be caught off guard and be wowed by something. Or it could be telling that Microsoft, outside of maybe the initiative game, just doesn't have that much to communicate right now. That's what I
3: think. Yeah. Well- yeah, well, uh yeah, I'm on the same boat. Uh I think yeah, I think because we don't know uh the the mystery is more uh, exciting to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: yeah, but that I I think sense. I think last year, you know, we none of us saw the series X release exactly. right?
3: Exactly. I was going to point that out. And also.
2: none of us knew that was happening. So, I think maybe there's some expectation that they're going to come big again this year with something, but I don't think it's going to be anywhere near the impact of last year. I think other than the initiative right. game, which, which could be a big announcement, right? I mean, depending on what it is, mm-hmm. um, I don't really expect to see much else from, from the Microsoft camp, maybe a couple of other, you know, world premieres that, that drop it. Other than that, I, I don't really think it's going to be anywhere near. I don't, I don't expect to see Hellblade two at this show either.
0: Yeah. I mean, if the initiative game is the big thing for Microsoft at this, you know, at the game awards, I'd be more than satisfied with that, especially if it is, as we've, you know, expect something in the Perfect Dark universe. And I know some people say, well, it's been 15 years since we've seen a game in the Perfect Dark franchise. Do they even need to use that IP to generate excitement? And the name Perfect Dark still carries a lot of weight. Yes. It's still hype. I mean, we're all of that age of we played Perfect Dark on our N64. We're old enough to remember the disappointment of Perfect Dark Zero.
3: <laughs> i don't know and, what
0: you're talking about
1: i knew you were gonna say something like that MVG. i knew it come on it's a guilty pleasure game
0: <laughs> no it is <isn't. laughs> <laughs> but i mean if if you could just see that perfect dark logo come up and they show us the cyberpunk futuristic third person stealth game they don't have to show gameplay just a quick thing and it pans to a character that kind of looks like joanna dark or just a perfect agent And that's it. Nice 30 second teaser trailer, something that we've seen Sony and Nintendo do countless times that generate years worth of hype. Look at Metroid Prime 4. All we saw was a JPEG that people continue to talk about. I think that might be enough for Microsoft to say we have a lot coming. Stay tuned.
1: Boom. Yeah. Can I can I give my um my quick like I just just occurred to me this is my new hypothesis on what this game is. Uh can I just do a, will make it like 30 seconds. Yeah. So uh yes. so yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's a perfect dark game. I wrote that story saying I wouldn't call it a perfect dark game. Um what if it is like Microsoft's twisted take on on Smash Brothers, where uh, you play as a character, but this character is able to sneak into other Xbox games and, and the scenes take place in the background of like uh, of like Halo, a big scene of halo or a big important scene of uh, scene of gears of war and you need to stay out of view because you can't be seen because then the player would see you and then they would know there was something wrong with their game and you have to like sneak through it and like it's going to be like an anthology of like okay now we're going to do the the one in in perfect dark that actually Mm -hmm. takes play from perfect dark zero and you need to fix that game or something like that uh (laughs) it might this is crazy talk i know i know but i just i think it's a good idea i love it
0: i I wouldn't mind that idea because after playing astro's Playroom. And seeing that nostalgic celebration yeah, of the phony right? brand, if Microsoft could replicate something like that, I'd be all about the like Back to the Future vibe, where like you're
1: like trying to like fix something to make sure the player can succeed, and they don't even know it. Like I don't know, there's something Listen, there. They
0: just need to bring Blinks back, and everything is is all good. Yeah, you're right. What am I talking about? Blinks should be the star. Yep. What do you mean Blinks? It's all about sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> Real Xbox mouse. Forget that cat. <laughs> But, yeah, Microsoft, I think Microsoft might, they could surprise us. We'll find out. We'll find out in the coming days. And maybe Grubb's weird, perfect, dark, nostalgic (laughs) celebration of fixing games in Microsoft's history will come to reality. (laughs) 100%. Put your money on it right now, everybody. Make that thread. (laughs) I want to see it on Reddit. I want to see a trend. I
1: want to see that aggregated everywhere. Do it.
0: And now we'll move into Sony MVG. Well, is this the time?
2: Uh, well, Sony has had a fantastic year as we know. They they started out pretty slow. They had a couple of little bumps and hurdles along the way, but my god, they've they're finishing the year out extremely strong in a really commanding position with the launch of a new system, some new games, and will we see you know any any exclusives, any world premieres? Yes, I think we will. I know there is the rumored Silent Hill game that uh, you guys yeah, have been. I know you're big of. on this. I, oh <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I I don't believe this game actually exists. Well, maybe. Well, oh. Let me let me let me let me rephrase that. It probably does exist, but it's probably just you know on some developer's it's- machine somewhere in, in at Sony somewhere. It's not like it's not a real thing that that's going to be shown at any oh. award show. Yeah. I think maybe they're toying around with the idea of making this game again, but I don't think that it's actually real but hey hey uh feel free to uh you know clip clip my words here and, and play it back to me on twitter if if I'm wrong i'm I'm happy to take the l on this one because I am a big fan of of Silent Hill, but it just doesn't feel right to me as far as what I think we'll see Nate i mean i this is more I think this will be more of a show us what we already know type of show where so we may see more of ratchet. Um, you know mm-hmm. we, we may see an, a new trailer of that or we may see you mentioned forza we may see something from Gran turismo 7 um you know at, at this show i don't necessarily think we're going to sh- see anything new from sony i kind of and maybe i'm i'm just thinking about this wrong but i kind of see the game awards as a let's let's relax and enjoy you know and, and just chill out for the you know the re- remainder of the year we don't really want to get you too hyped about anything at this time um i mean and i I think for sony that i believe is is what they're going to do they're just going to kick back and and basically celebrate what the year they've had maybe you know tease us with a couple of of new things that that are coming that we already know about but beyond that i'm not really expecting to see anything new from the sony camp and i mean i definitely want to hear what what you guys and uh shams what what you have to you know your, your opinions on this
0: yeah, Shamsa, what do you expect from Sony at the Game Awards this year?
3: Um, actually, I have no idea to, what to expect from Sony because <laughs> <laughs> mainly I see Sony as as a vehicle for third party support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, from the, from Sony as first party, I can I cannot really vision, vision anything from them. However, they, I think there will be some announcement uh, in regards of third-party support for the PlayStation 5 after this hype.
0: Yeah, I mean, one of the companies that Sony has definitely used to generate some hype around the PlayStation 5 has been Capcom. And they've been leaning on Resident Evil 8 or Resident Evil Village Has Capcom likes to brand it. And I could see Sony definitely partnering with Capcom at the Game Awards to show Resident Evil 8. And maybe a new trailer, maybe even announce some sort of demo type of situation. And I'm still, as much as it does pain me to say, I'm still expecting Silent Hill to make an appearance here, just with a brief teaser. Just a brief teaser, maybe a pyramid head, or just fog, <laughs> a, fog a, around a sign that a, just says "Return like to Silent Repetal. Hill 2022." I'm
1: having a lot of fun imagining what this show is going to look like, and Jeff Keeley with just a fog machine and trying to get it to work, and having to get all alone on the stage. No one, no one's in the audience. Um, yeah, this. Yeah, I hope that happens. <laughs>
3: Man, it will crush us all. <laughs> <laughs> I I I will say I I
1: think it's time for Sony to show uh, a different trailer from uh, Ratchet and Clank. I yes. think it's time to show something else other than what we've seen like twice already. Yeah. Um I think they I think they know that. I think they're trying to prepare it um and if it's ready
0: now would be the time I think. Yeah, slap a release date at the end of that trailer because yeah. like Microsoft we don't have any dated 2021 software from Sony for the PlayStation 5 at this point. So everyone, you know, you're playing Demon Souls, you're playing Miles Morales, or you're playing Astro's Playroom. And now it's like, well, what's next from Sony? We don't know. Even Nintendo has dated software for 2021, and they're almost never first at anything. And we're wondering, we're all anticipating that Ratchet is probably in those first three months of 2021. Now confirm it to us. Yeah. And- mm-hmm. And it seems like it's the perfect venue to do that because as far as we can tell at this moment, Sony doesn't have a state of play coming up in the month of December. So are they really going to wait until January to start dating some of that first-party software that they have shown us several times now? That seems unlikely. So if you date Ratchet & Clank at the Game Awards, you give fans something new to be excited about, show us a new trailer like Gran Turismo 7. I don't think we see God of War at this event because you only showed us a you know that very non-meaningful the, teaser trailer yeah, a few months yeah. ago the jpeg yeah you just
1: yeah 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 the jpeg to say this game's in developed the Metroid Prime 4 jpeg yeah yeah um, that ping file up uh, I, I think um <laughs> yeah I think you're I think you're right that it's um it, you want to get the date out there you show new gameplay and uh, that is the kind of thing where yeah. Now, once again, PlayStation Five is the thing people are talking about the most, coming out of <laughs> of, of another show uh, because that's that's you know the next gen game, is the one I think um, um, you know I'm the most excited to play of all the next gen oh, games yes. I've seen so Me far. Too. I don't think I think that's got a pretty common uh, you know reaction to seeing that game every uh, so far. So. so you show us more that's like building on top of what we've already seen it's like okay yeah we showed you like all the the portals whatever here's another use of that that's even even wilder or equal equally as wild um so it's not don't worry it's not a one-trick pony um and then also here's when you can play that game it's like march whatever april whatever uh that's huge that's going to be a big excitement move uh where people will be talking about that more than anything else i think
0: yeah, I mean, after playing Astro, I can't wait to play Ratchet & Clank because Astro, to me, when I'm playing those levels, it felt like a teaser or a glimpse at yeah. what you could get from the full Ratchet & Clank experience. And I can't wait to see what that game has to offer us. So slap that date and you're going to get me excited, but I have to bring this up. And it's in the same vein as Silent Hill. People have been playing Demon Souls. They have heard Metal Gear Rex screech. Mm-hmm do we get a Metal Gear Solid 1 remake teaser at the Game Awards?
2: That would be pretty hype if we did. Um, this one, unlike Silent Hill, you probably can't rule out, right? I mean, I think there's there's a bit of smoke here on this one, you know, and <laughs> exactly. Bluepoint has been, I don't want to say teasing another game, but they've kind of left that door open, you know, to interpretation that maybe they are working on something else. So that would be a pretty hype announcement. Um, and maybe... I mean, that, that's one that, that I think has more weight than than Silent Hill does. So I I, I I could see that happening.
0: I mean, if Sony can come in with a Ratchet & Clank date, Silent Hill, or Metal Gear Solid 1 Remake, wow, they're going to have some headlines. They'd be big? Uh,
3: just announcements. Just announcing yep. any of those games yeah. will uh, will uh, start some buzz.
0: Yes, what? absolutely. And Sony's been on a roll with their marketing with the PlayStation 5 Pretty much since early summer of 2020, and it does seem like if they can keep that wheel of momentum going, they're going to find a way to do it. And either of those two games would definitely be key vehicles in producing such energy.
2: There was another thing that that I've thought about over the last few days, and that is the next part of the Final Fantasy VII remake series. You think it's, it's been about it's been not a year, but it's you know it's getting it's been getting on since the game came out, so. Do we see the next iteration of of what comes next in some form? I bet the announcement comes to PC
3: first.
1: Sorry, go ahead, ahead, Shamsa.
3: I'm so sorry. Uh, I mean, I forgot about uh, the next step for Final Fantasy VII. I totally forgot about that. For some reason, yeah. Yeah, a- I wouldn't. I would. I wouldn't
1: be surprised if they're like, "Oh, yeah, the first part's coming to PC now. Uh, we'll have more to say soon." Uh, yeah. I, I feel like they'll do that stuff first. So, and this seems again like the game gameboards could be anything to any of these publishers. It's it's an audience that they can find whatever audience they need to find. And if they want to say, "Hey, the game that we already released is coming to more platforms," they'll do that here as much as they would say, "Oh, the next part, Final Fantasy VII remake is coming." So, uh, it's it's mm-hmm. hard to predict, but I think e- e- each are equally as likely.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, I, I agree with that to the idea of I could see them announce maybe the PC version because Sony's exclusivity clause ends in March of next year. Yep. They have the one-year exclusive deal for Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 1, and we all know Square is infamous for their slow development style, so it doesn't seem like Chapter 2 would be ready quite yet. And I don't think Square is in any interest of releasing a new trailer or announcing something that could potentially be four or five, maybe entire console generation away that didn't work well with Final Fantasy VII Remake when they announced it multiple years ago. So I think they want to avoid that. And they've already announced Project Athea and Final Fantasy XVI, so they kind of have a lot on their plate. But I wouldn't be surprised if they announced Final Fantasy VII Remake for PlayStation 5. Yeah. Yeah. As in, like non backwards compatibility. Like they're going FPS. to announce a native yeah. version.
3: That's, right. yeah. That's that. Uh, it's not. It's not. It's not a strange idea. I think it's not. Yeah.
0: Because yeah. it would definitely fit that momentum build, and yeah. everyone who played Astro, there's a Cloud Sword in it to you know celebrate that PlayStation brand again. As well as a pyramid head, MVG. I mean, so, I
2: mean Astro has so many different pieces of video <laughs> game history in one game. No, ha-
1: it's ha- a map. You do, you just don't believe.
0: <laughs> it is mapping out the PlayStation Five software lineup.
1: Everyone, this is National Treasure Three with me and Me. We're gonna figure, We're gonna bust this whole thing wide open.
2: Everyone went crazy when um, what was Metroid's head was in that that one Nintendo game, Paper Mario, Paper Mario, and we've got this one game Astro's Playroom Playhouse that has like literally a hundred different pieces of video game history in, in the one game. What what are we making all
0: this? Don't hate (laughs) MVG.
2: I'm just trying to be, I'm just, I'm just tempering expectations and just trying to be realistic here. You know, like the game awards for me is one of those shows where we, we go into it and it's like, yes, it's hype, it's hype, it's hype. And look, Mm -hmm. there's always one, one or two big announcements that 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 you walk away from the show thinking, yeah, that was that was pretty cool. I, I like that, you know. But most of the show is
0: is pretty dull.
2: Well, let's be honest. I mean,
0: to be fair, we were pretty lukewarm to what Microsoft could have in store so far for the Game Awards. True. So we're not expecting True. anything too big from them. Sony, maybe we get Silent Hill in a Ratchet and Clank release date. I wouldn't say that is too hype.
2: Metal Gear would be a hype announcement.
0: Metal Gear would be a hype announcement, and it kind of fits the tone of the Game Awards of having that big whoa moment, but that would probably be a show closer. Yeah. And Nintendo has kind of been that company who likes to close the show. At least they did for several years in a row. Yes. And mm-hmm. now we'll pivot into Nintendo. And Shamsa, what do you think Nintendo could potentially bring the Game Awards this year? Because we've seen Breath of the Wild in the past, we've seen Joker. And then last year, Nintendo was pretty much a no-show. All they had was Bravely Default 2. And we know 2021 is shaping up to be a big year for Nintendo. So does Nintendo bring it to the Game Awards this year after a very quiet 2020?
3: Well, what I wish for is to actually for them to shed some light to what will happen after March 30, 30 something. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's
2: the, the
3: end. Mystery. Yeah, yeah. There is it's, nothing it's, after it's March thirty
0: first. Yeah, but
3: there is yeah. nothing. There is nothing
0: That's the <laughs> end of Nintendo. <laughs> My God,
3: I don't want to live one world with on Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> Shamsha,
2: I think anyway. I think there'll be a Breath of the Wild two trailer at this show. What do you think? Ooh,
0: ooh.
3: It is listed as under uh, most anticipated game, so that would be a double hype for it.
0: That is true that Breath of the Wild 2 is listed under the most anticipated game for the Game Award. So it does seem like if the game is mentioned already in this category, doesn't it make sense for Nintendo to use this as a venue to show a new trailer of Breath of the Wild 2, a title we have not seen since E3 2019?
1: And they got to start talking about this stuff soon because, the, you know, that, that Switch Pro, they are going to want to release that next year. and, and
3: is their chance fit? to start hyping. yeah
1: yeah yes yeah they need to start getting these things out of the way so that they can like have those conversations and and sort of like uh uh, give us reasons why we would want to upgrade our hardware but also make sure that everyone who already owns a switch knows no breath of the wild 2 is still coming don't worry that's still going to be here that's awesome here's the trailer okay now we could talk about the switch pro Bring that into the conversation uh yeah they need to start getting these things out of the way um and, like, you know, they're opening up uh, the Nintendo Super Nintendo world in Japan and stuff. They they seem like they're ready to get back to business. So I think that, yeah, I think now is the time for them to start talking with us and should open with Breath of the Wild 2 right now. Yeah, I, I hope that's what they're planning.
3: Yeah, I, ho- I hope so. And whatever is going to happen after March. <laughs> Please <laughs> shed let some light to that.
2: Yeah. Um...
3: I'm actually uh, torn in between... Um, kind of scared because there is no, um, it might, they might have no plans and probably uh, I'm more on the uh, leaning on the side of excitement. They have plans that are
2: great. Right. I would be yeah. excited, Charm, So I, I feel excited about Nintendo because, uh, you know, contrary to Microsoft and Sony who have had very, very busy years this year, I'm not saying Nintendo hasn't had a busy year. They've had a busy year as well, but it's been Clubhouse a, Games, man. Yeah, right? I mean, Game of the Year oh, yeah. didn't, even, didn't even get nominated, and I'm still salty about it. But, I mean, Nintendo... I'm yeah.
3: disappointed that they didn't, go and didn't get the uh, family. We, family. Hey, listen, <laughs>
1: the three of us can play classic Games together during this whole thing. We don't even that's have to right. watch the Game of <laughs> the that, That's exactly right.
2: But, I, I mean, <laughs> I was going to say that Nintendo has had a bit of a, a... a quieter year. I mean, I think that's a fair statement, right? Um, yes. Yes. So I think they're gearing up, and we've talked about this before, Nate. um They're gearing up for a big 2021, and I think it starts on Thursday for them. I think they they go in on oh, Thursday, man. and they have a couple of. Uh, I think they drop one one big announcement, which I think is Breath of the Wild two, right? I think we see we see something more about that game, and maybe something else. I, I don't I don't know yeah. what that is. Uh-
3: I I am hoping I am hoping for another smash character because as per yeah. predicted timelines yeah. and timelines so, and such, they they should be announcing one uh, announcing announcing one soon.
2: Yeah, I mean that that yeah. would be, that would be a Perfect pretty timing. pretty good announcement. And then you know and the if, timing's right. You've got yep. you've got that momentum. You go into January, maybe you know I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but maybe the general direct start start up <laughs> again next year or <laughs> early next year, and <laughs> and off we go. You know. <laughs> See,
0: I'm I'm gonna be that I'm gonna be the one of the group right now. I'm not a, expecting anything too big from Nintendo at the Game Awards this year. I I am expecting a Smash Brothers character because the timeline makes sense. We should have had three characters this year. We only had two, and that was partly because of COVID. And it seems like it's the perfect venue for them to introduce the next character. We had Joker and I believe Piranha Plant was even announced at that same game awards. 'Cause it was right it was launched day that's of right. Smash yes. Brothers Ultimate.
3: Uh, yeah, it is.
0: So I think we get a new Smash Brothers character, at least a trailer, and then a release date. I think we see Age of Calamity DLC at the game awards.
3: I was gonna add that.
0: And and that's where I'm torn on if you have Age of Calamity DLC, do you wanna overshadow that with the you know, with the presence of Breath of the Wild 2? And the uncertainty of when Breath of the Wild 2 is coming out, is it, you know, holiday of 2021? Do you need to have it at the Game Awards right now? And I'd say no, you don't. If you focus on Smash Brothers, Age of Calamity DLC, and Super Mario 3D World with Bowser's Fury, because we know that's coming out in February, this is the perfect place to drop a new trailer, a new gameplay. I think that could be the trio we see from Nintendo at the Game Awards is Smash. Age of Calamity, 3D World.
2: What about Pokemon Snap? Does that get a date?
3: Pokemon have their own uh, own directs. um, I'm not sure. Did they uh, ever uh, announce something regarding Pokemon and Game Award?
0: No, I don't think Pokemon has ever had a presence at the Game Award because the Pokemon company is kind of difficult to work with at times. They like to control things. (laughs) (laughs) And... Yeah, I mean, when we look at 2021 for Nintendo, there's a lot of anniversaries coming up. It's Metroid's anniversary, it's Zelda's anniversary, it's Pokemon's anniversary, and we know Nintendo doesn't really care about Metroid and anniversaries. They kind of just scoop Samus to the side.
3: They might. Let's let's be uh, wishful thinking. <laughs> <Let's>
0: have- <laughs>
2: All right, Sean. So I let, 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 let's get serious. I'm going to ask you a question. Sorry. believe. What what do you want to see at the Game Awards? Like, what would be like a hype mm. announcement for you at the Game Awards from Nintendo? It doesn't quite work, and you you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative a construction off. The <laughs> way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now.
3: Uh, the hype of, oh, uh, the the hype for the thirty uh, fifth uh, Zelda anniversary.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's that right, Zelda. It, there's nothing else. I mean, it has to be yeah. Zelda has to yeah. be at this show, guys. I, I I really believe that Nintendo will will wow. have have a presence with with Zelda. Major sure.
0: calamity is
1: Zelda. Yeah, I will say like I think Nate has learned this lesson that we failed to learn repeatedly over this year <laughs> that that we say stuff like Nintendo has to start talking about something. <laughs> Nintendo, oh this 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 date's coming up March thirty first. They're gonna have to start talking soon to tell us what happens after that. They have to, and we've seen many times when we they had to say something, they don't. They just out because why the entire year, and they, they, uh, they finally started talking a little bit. But like I think. I think there's still a possibility that we 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 say those words and nintendo's like what the hell you talk about we have to do anything you're
2: right (laughs) Oh
3: at the end they do produce quality product that we have fun with yeah yeah i I mean argument whether they said something uh, or they don't we i do trust that they will and they 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 have uh, plans and games in the future that There's
2: something after
1: March 31st, just who knows what.
2: Yeah, I I think the reason why I (laughs) I do have a feeling about Nintendo at at this game awards is like last year, right? They had such a busy year and they just released so much stuff, if you recall, that I didn't really expect them to, to come to the show with anything and they didn't because I just felt like. You know they had accomplished everything they wanted to do that year, and there was nothing else for them to really announce. Mm-hmm. This year, I feel okay. like it's 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 a different feeling to me. It's like we need to get back on 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 track with everything, and it starts. Like I said, it starts on Thursday.
3: Yeah. Uh, point of discussion: uh, Do you think Nintendo sees like, the Game Award as a marketing tool?
2: That's a great question.
0: Yes and no. I think they view it as a nice little end of the year. Let's kind of hype up something that we have early for the you know, coming year to generate a little more buzz. And that's where I see 3D World and Bowser's Fury really playing a big role in their game award plans because it comes mm-hmm. out in February. But at the same time, February is technically Zelda's anniversary month. And as we saw in September this year, Mario's anniversary month, we had the 3D All-Stars Collection. So, is Nintendo going to have something for Zelda in February to use that month of importance? You know, it's birthday month. Or are they going to wait until we actually shift into that fiscal year and they can dedicate 2021 to Zelda, but they want to close out that fiscal year for Mario first?
1: Yeah. Like,. I- that's not, i mean I, honestly I, I just don't have much to say there because i think that sounds right but like, it sounds pretty close to yeah i think i wouldn't be surprised if no zelda happens here we we they, they get mario out of the way and then yeah like then when mario comes out in february they that's that's happening but they spend that month actually talking about zelda yeah something like that sounds right
3: okay
0: it's i mean it's tough especially with nintendo because as Jeff said, we say, they have to do this, and they always prove they don't have to do anything. That's true. (laughs) And I mean, I do think Zelda in some form. I mean, I just think it's going to be Age of Calamity at the Game Awards, I hope, for a Breath of the Wild 2 trailer. I think they should show it again just to get people excited about what the game's premise could be. Because we've played, you know, people have been playing Age of Calamity, but... It's just, it's so soon after that game released. I think if we were looking at a bigger time window between the Game Awards and the release of Age of Calamity, like maybe at least two months, not four weeks, we would see Breath of the Wild 2 definitely have a presence. I think it's just too small of a gap, and you don't want to overshadow Age of Calamity with Breath of the Wild 2 just yet. But Smash Bros. character, absolutely. I think Bowser's Fury, maybe a tease of like a Zelda anniversary idea of what they're going to explore but they leave it vague saying we're going to communicate our plans for zelda's anniversary in 2021.
3: Hype it. And that's enough just hype it
0: <laughs> yeah they're going to hype up that franchise and the anniversary okay. idea and then when it comes to february after mario releases they say we're going to have that zelda collection we're going to have you know whatever they're going to do to make us excited about zelda again and then they really get flowing but this has been on my mind for a couple of days Would you say people might be anticipating maybe nothing from the Game Awards or expecting a lot from the Game Awards due to COVID? It has been a quiet year. We really haven't had these types of presentations outside of like Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft having just a couple of events they've held. So maybe are people looking to the Game Awards as that beacon of light to say, we've had a quiet year. Let the publishers come with their big announcements because they didn't have an E3 moment this year. And let Jeff Keighley be our savior of hyped game announcements, or is it going to be in the reverse of people have been working in tough conditions. So the game awards are also going to suffer as a result. Yeah. It's, it's, these things are a lot of work. Uh, and yeah, I don't
1: know if people are going to feel up to doing all of that work. Like, I know, yeah, that you put it on Jeff Keighley, sure, but it's like, it takes a, it takes a lot of cooperation, It takes a lot of planning. You got to get a lot of sign offs, especially at, at a bigger company. Um, and when it comes to like, yeah, announcing the DLC for something, that's a little bit easier. That stuff's public. Uh, you know, it's a smaller team at that point that can like just say, oh yeah, no, we can go here spot, anyhow, uh, you know, we've been emailing Jeff and Jeff Grubb, and he won't put it on GamesBeat speed with, with our PR last. So let's see if Jeff keely will do it, uh, th- that sort of thing. And so, uh, and and, and that stuff's easy. Um, the, the bigger announcements take a lot more work, a lot more energy. And after this year, it's like it's hard to imagine that a lot of people have that, that energy. But but then again, you know, these new consoles are out, and and mm-hmm. people are spending a lot of money on games, and people are like you know, they're talking about vaccines now and the, but, but people are like seeing the, the light at the end of the tunnel for, for the awful year that we're in. Um, and they they know that like, if they're working in video games, their, their jobs have mostly been pretty secure. And they're like, okay, so I, I see a future in this maybe i'm like re-energized and i am ready to sort of put all that work together uh to make this happen and and game awards would be a really great way to cap off the year and make gamers feel good about our product and about gaming overall and want to be a part of that so uh, you know my, my hope is that it actually leans that way and and that a lot of these companies do try to come together and and have something big to just you know, cap off 2020 in a good way and get us started on the right foot for 2021 so yeah,
2: I would, I, yeah I, absolutely I'm agree with that that was very well said i i, I agree with that too i think
3: i'm just gonna add that most uh, most of the disappointed people i would say with, with every uh game award with every nintendo direct with every playstation now events are uh, are are getting disappointed because they do hype things that aren't real, uh, actually real or some sort of that. They, they they build up yeah they build up beliefs and and hypes that are unreachable yeah, sometimes.
1: Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean the, the thing with those things is is like you know especially especially for Sony and Microsoft is. Uh, you know, they have to re- primarily rely on what they have, and because uh, third-party publishers don't ever feel the need to go to Sony and Microsoft to speak to those audiences, because those audiences are very tapped in to third-party publishers. That's why uh-huh. Nintendo has a sort of a, a, an unfair advantage there, because Nintendo, you know, the, those companies don't have a good way of speaking to Nintendo fans, and so they have to rely on the direct. And so Nintendo can get can pick and choose the cream of the crop for wherever they want to put in the direct. Uh, and, and Microsoft and Sony definitely do not have that same advantage. So they their shows get hyped and hyped and hyped, and when Sony and Microsoft aren't ready to, to announce something, they're kind of left like scrambling, trying to fill holes in these things when they're like, okay, well, we promised you know, marketing partners we would put a show together at this time. What are we going to do? And we end up with something that's kind of, you know, they fizzle. They fizzle out. They're, they're I don't think they've most of these things are never bad. They just fizzle out and are are
0: disappointing because of that. Yes, and – We've covered the big three companies. Now, for third parties, you're really expecting any of the third-party companies to come in heavy with a big announcement. Like I've said, I expect Capcom to be there with Resident Evil Village, probably, you know, PlayStation 5 trailer. I wouldn't be surprised if you also see Capcom with Ghosts and Goblins, because we saw that leak and that massive data breach that is supposed to come to the Switch in February. So what a what better place than the Game Awards to showcase a retro game like Ghosts and Goblins, Square Enix, I, uh, you know, we kind of said maybe Final Fantasy VII remake for like the PlayStation Five. We know Bioware and EA are going to bring the new Dragon Age. Yep. Are there any other third-party companies that any of you are expecting a big announcement from? Be it EA, Ubisoft, Activision, etc.
1: Will we see Elden Ring? Yeah, I, I, I'm like, I'm pretty skeptical on that. I think that, I think from doesn't want to talk about anything until 2021. But, but maybe, just the slightest maybe. Um, I, I just would, any because people, you know, they come to me on Twitter and they ask me this all, all year, like ever, ever <laughs> since the summer. Hey. Eldering hey Jeff what's up with Eldering? Eldering and you know it's like guys I haven't heard much because I think there's not they just aren't ready to talk about it in, in general so there's just not much to tell you and I think that's the story here going to the game awards as well is they're probably they're probably not going to be here as well so going with those expectations and I hope we are all you know we are all pleasantly surprised
0: yeah I mean the game is being written by George R. R. Martin and he's not known
1: <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs>
0: I've been waiting a decade for a book. How long is it going to take him to write a story for a game?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I, you know, I bet we see stuff that like, um, like we, we get reminded of stuff that's coming out early next year. So there'll, there'll be something from Hitman three. Uh, I think like that, that 12 minutes game that it's, that's finally going to come out in 2021, that any game, I bet mm-hmm. that gets, it's like, it gets another big trailer now that it has all its actors attached to it. And, you know, maybe those actors are even like in a video with Jeff Keighley and stuff like that. Um, I think, Uh, you know bloodlines Two, psychonauts Two, these games that i think that we were familiar with that need to be that need to remind us that they're coming i think it's going to be a lot of that stuff um it's just it's hard for me to to figure like what is if there's going to be room for a surprise like you like you mentioned Resident evil village like you think capcom's gonna have that like i think that's exactly the kind of thing that we should mostly expect um and then as for those surprises yeah i I just i just don't know and i asked um
3: yep ask do you think uh, anything uh, anything will uh, anything will come up from Sega? Ooh. Sonic's anniversary wasn't it?
1: Yes, I want Sonic Mania Two. Yeah. What is is that? Is that like out of the realm of possibilities? Because I, I think I mentioned that and people like laughed at me, and I'm like, oh, is, I didn't know. I'm not paying attention to Sega. Are they is that not going to happen?
0: I see no reason for a Sonic Mania Two not to happen. And right, I agree. It, it, is, it is Sonic's anniversary, so they should have some sort of celebration of you know in their own segue away
3: they um, promised something but we haven't seen anything
0: yeah that's true so maybe we get some sort of sonic collection announced at the game awards whether it's the sonic adventure games and maybe a nice new hd version as long as it's not sonic 2006.
3: Um,
0: we'll maybe there you go
2: again hmm. on sonic 06. <laughs> <laughs> mbg what is your taste oh, in man. games i, I love the 360 i, I can't help it yeah, fair that, enough that era fair of enough.
0: games was was really good play sonic unleashed then <laughs> Play sonic generations there's better sonic games on the Xbox there is. 360 i mean, I, than... look, I,
2: I think the sonic the sonic um idea isn't isn't um it's, it's actually a, an interesting prediction to make it because sense. it does make sense it's just hard to know where they're going to pivot towards. Is it going to be Sonic Mania 2, which does seem a little little out there to me, but Nate, you mentioned the Sonic 3D collection or, you know, that going back yeah. to their catalog and remastering a game, I think that makes more sense to me and it's definitely something that I,
0: I feel like could be in the realm of possibility for this show. Yeah, I wasn't really thinking of Sega and Sonic at first. I could definitely see that happening. And going to ask Jeff. This you think we finally see our first glimpse at the Mass Effect collection? Mm-hmm. Of That's a good. I, mean, you know
1: I like. I like. You know. I've been so busy. I haven't like checked in on that. And I like. Like I said when I talked about this a little a few weeks ago, I was like going to leave them alone a little bit. Let let them do it. But uh, I yeah, you know, I'm lean into that. That sounds like a, a distinct possibility. I like the the sound of that. I, you know they. They announced it in November on N7 Day, and that would give them plenty of time to prepare for for this moment. And they specifically didn't show what the game looked like at that time. And they probably wanted some time to make sure everything was put together. And, you know, if they're still on track for spring, think now is the best time to do that this is like going to get you out to the audience with like beyond like the mass effect super fans like the, the you know the game trended when they announced it on in seven day and all that stuff and and the, the people that pay attention ever all of them know about it now it's like how do you reach the the, the audience outside of that this would be a very good opportunity to, to do that so i if i were yeah I, I wouldn't want to miss this as an opportunity to talk about that game so you know hopefully we do see it i think you're right i think that's a, there's a good chance we will see what that game looks like at, at the game awards
0: Yeah, it seems like a good venue for that type of game. And indie game-wise, I know a lot of people are hoping that Team Cherry is there with Hollow Knight Silksong or maybe even Cuphead, the long-awaited Delicious Last Course or DLC is finally shown again and given a release date. We know Cuphead DLC was delayed till 2021 recently, but we haven't seen the game in quite some time. And Hollow Knight Silksong... I don't know if these two games make sense for the game awards. They kind of feel like if Nintendo has an indie world or something, yeah, they would like, be better suited for that.
1: Yeah, like every every right like every direct we predict we predict those games will be there, right? So yeah, I
0: think it <laughs> eventually Yeah, eventually they'll show up with no more Heroes 3.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and now we're going to talk a little bit about the award process itself cuz every year People go to social media and they say, oh, it's the Jeff Keighley Show. He's friends with Hideo Kojima. That means it's rigged. And we're finally going to put that to rest. And Jeff, you're going to take us a little through the process of the nomination and the voting process for the awards themselves. So let's start with the nomination process and how these games get whittled down to that comprehensive list of five for each category.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I, I think that the, there's a lot, a lot of this information on the Game Awards website, but no one wants to use that website. So let's just let's just talk about it here instead. Um, basically, like at some point in November, uh, Jeff Keeley will email us and say, hey, nominate the games for the Game Awards. And we'll be like, hey, we're very busy. Are you crazy? And then he'll be like, yes. And please nominate some games. Um <laughs> <laughs> and, and so uh, we, we put it off to the last minute and then we uh, we created a Google sheet and we are like we put a bunch of games on there. We put like, uh, and, and you know what? He, he does send us like the the outline for each of the categories. And we just put unnumbered, unranked games on a list. And we try to figure out uh, basically we just do a vote for us at GamesBeat. And I imagine most other sites are pretty similar because it's um, it's a very busy time of year. You don't want to have long, drawn out conversations. So just have everyone that works on the games team a vote on these things and put those five games on the list and send it in. And that creates the, 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 the first list of nominees that, that we see that those come back to us. And then we do rank those games. And then finally now that that came back and now there was just like five games in each category. And then we vote on those games. Now um I think it's important, like you, like you brought up Hideo Kojima. And I think this is a great example. So last year Hideo Kojima released Death Stranding and, and that game, was like coming out right as the, as the game awards were happening and we've seen historically that usually means games get left off. This game didn't. And everyone says, well, that's cuz he's friends with Jack Keely. And I'll say it's it's very it was very clear to me that it that had nothing to do with it. Uh, this is a game that Sony got very aggressive about last year about pushing for the game awards and they brought up the game awards and they said, "Hey, you know, if if you're voting on the game awards, like do you want do you need to come for Death Stranding? We'll help you get it. Like, go ahead and play it right now. Uh, we're we're going to try to get to you like weeks early, like weeks earlier than normal to make sure you have plenty of time to play it. And that was that was Sony pushing for that. Now was that like Jeff telling Hideo Kojima saying, "Hey, this stuff's happening right now. You should go tell Sony to push that." Maybe, but that I don't think that's not quite the same thing. That's the kind of thing that happens, with, like the oscars where like people like lobby to try to get awards or whatever um but it's not the same thing as jeff keely putting his friend's name in the in the bucket to like take over the spot from someone else that earned it legitimately that's just not what happened um yeah like jeff Keighley doesn't vote on these things that's the i think that's one of the big things like this is just a bunch of you know journalists and uh, some some, i think others I, i think the actual list of people who do vote um it is on the website uh but, but yeah and we we just vote as, as, as like in a ranked list and then we go back to our jobs and don't think about it much until the game awards happened it's it's just it's a pretty straightforward and simple process with little room for um intrigue and drama it's just it's very basic and and i think people bring a lot more to it than they need to just to like fill in the gaps because they're not actually like aware of how the process works
0: mm-hmm yeah, because every year it comes up. People, you know, accuse of you know Jeff Keighley being friends with this developer or the publisher has a marketing deal, or that they have an mm-hmm. employee on the board, and like that's it's not happening behind the scenes. It's you still have full control over your votes. You're not being influenced. Sony's not coming knocking on your door saying we'll give you an extra Dual Sense controller if you nominate right. Astro. Like that's not yeah, happening.
1: There are award shows like that, like that there was like a yeah. CBS, like televised award show last year, or the year before. I can't remember when it was, but it was very much like, oh, if you are a celebrity and you come to this award show, we'll give you an award. We'll find a we'll find an award to give you. Um, <laughs> And and it was like no one watched it. No, like no one in our circles even, I think, ever talked about it. But there was like some PR people like bringing it up and saying, this is pretty wild. Like there is anyone like looking at this. Um, And it was clearly just as like this, like, you know, marketing thing collaboration thing um and i so i get why people are cynical and think that kind of stuff happens because it does happen it's just not like it's not what's happening at the Keyles. these are um uh it, he actually does the right thing he keeps himself separated he's the host uh he runs the awards but the the, the voting is done by everyone else and uh yeah and like if, if a celebrity shows up to like to like accept an award or like talk about tony hawk uh that'll be because we actually nominated tony hawk pro skater one plus two to like be a part of this uh it won't be the other way around which is good it's the way it should be um at the same time these like we don't take like as a voter we don't take these awards super seriously it is happening in a weird time of the year like we haven't we hadn't played cyberpunk when we voted um like when we were nominating games we had barely played spider-man miles morales uh, the ps5 had just come out uh like Demon's souls was like i think maybe maybe it was only in one or two categories and that's because maybe one or two people on the staff of each of these sites that are voting maybe touch that game let alone beat it so uh, like we're all going to go from the game awards and then we're all going to go do our own award shows for our for our own like respective outlets and we are going to consider a lot more games in a lot more in-depth uh, with like real discussions and talk about why we are voting for certain games and that's going to be like what we consider our real awards and uh and the game awards is, is not quite up to that when uh when we're voting so i, I think if you um I, I get why people take it seriously i think it, my, jeff Kelly has positioned it really well but I think, yeah, people can just kind of go in there and have a good time with it and like you know go ahead and root for your favorite game or whatever but if it loses don't worry about it. Like there's going to be a million other awards that are actually much more thoughtful that you can probably hope that your, your game will win that instead.
0: Yeah. That's the curious thing with the game awards is that people kind of view it as the be all end all of game awards. And you know, we have dice, we have, yeah. all the outlets have their own respective game of the year awards and people for some reason rank the game awards as the pinnacle of them. And I mean, I get it. It, it does kind of, as you said. People want to root for their favorite game. They want to see it win as many awards as it can from every outlet, every award show. And you get that tribal mentality.
2: Well, it's all, it, but it's, it's also more it's, than that. I mean, it's it's it all comes from hype man Jeff Keighley himself, right? I mean, he, yeah. he is the master at generating really good marketing mm-hmm. around this award show to make you feel like this is the only award show that you need to worry about in the calendar year, because this is the only one that counts. You're right. Right, it, it doesn't. It's it's not. There are other award shows, uh, other award ceremonies that are kind of more respected in oh. as far ah, as I, as you know development teams and and publishers and and stuff. But this is the one where the public is is thinking this is the only one that I need
1: to worry about. Yeah, like personally, I'll be I'll tune in the to, to hate the the show and try to see what you guys put cuz your game of the year or like if you guys make a top 10 list on the spawncast, I would love to hear that. Like that's mm-hmm. the stuff I'm interested in and I think is far more fascinating and entertaining because you get the discussions and that stuff's yeah. uh way more important to me and that's I think the people who um tune into the game awards largely are people like us that are very invested in games and I think for those people the discussions are way more exciting and way more uh, enlightening than just hearing who won based on a voting process that you're barely aware of. So uh, yeah, uh, go out there and find some yeah. other awards. I uh, think the, the giant bomb awards are really great. I love listening to those each year. Try those, try the stuff like that. And I think you'll be even happier than you were with the game awards.
2: And the other part obviously is the hype announcements, right? I mean, so you, you combine all that, right? So you combine the award show, right. you know, you're rooting for your favorite game. Keely's out on Twitter doing some great marketing for the show. There are always going to be some type of world premiere or some hype announcement at at this show. Plus, I mean, let's be honest, there's Hollywood celebrities as well that are handing awards out. So, I mean, you've got a (laughs) massive spectrum of people that are tuning into this thing. This is not just a video game award show anymore. This is a Hollywood you know spectacle almost Mm -hmm. right i mean there's so many different facets to this it it appeals to so many different people out there you know this is not just for one certain person this is for a lot of different people and i think that's that's where it gets really a lot of traction overall as as a respected show you know
1: yeah i agree that's yeah that's well said I, i mean i think i think that we're gonna um uh, we're gonna get out of the show like we always do it's it's you know if it's it was a bunch of good announcements and and jeff keeley does a pretty good pace of like uh, keeping the awards front and center but also giving us like cool musical musical numbers and uh cool uh, you know presenters and stuff like that we'll be pretty happy we'll snark a little bit on twitter everyone will have their jokes and stuff and and, and but we'll also like be our, like hoping our the, our favorite game wins like i still hope 80s wins game of the year absolutely uh it's, it is what we voted for so we'll see you know if it loses don't blame us um but, but yeah so, so yeah i'll be right there watching with everybody else and hopefully there'll be some great announcements and and hopefully it'll be like a good use of our, like four hours where we are all having a good time collectively you know joking on online on twitter or in like
0: twitch twitch chat or whatever Absolutely. And that's a good segue into, I'm going to go through the list of some of the nominations, and we're going to say what we think is going to win from each of these categories. And if you want to say do a it. quick reason why you think it's going to win, you can. So we're going to start with Best Multiplayer Game, and the nominees are Animal Crossing New Horizons, Among Us, Call of Duty Warzone, Fall Guys, Ultimate Knockout, and Valorant from Riot Games. Who do you think is going to win from this category? And we'll start with Shamsa.
3: Well, I know who's not going to win, which is Animal Crossing because it's basically not a multiplayer game. Multiplayer game is part of it, yes, but it's not a multiplayer game. However, th- uh, I would wish to have uh either Among Us or uh, the the party game which is that. Uh, Fall guys?
1: Fall Guys. Fall Guys. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: Right.
1: yeah, I think Among Us is I think Among Us is going to win. Um I, I think it's got a really good shot at this. I think people were like they want to give that game an award um i think they a lot of people probably think it could even have snuck into game of the year uh if it weren't it hadn't come out years ago i think a lot of people have that mental block and so Mm -hmm. they'll they'll use this as an excuse to give this game an award and i think it's deserved
2: i think among us will win um i i I normally don't like you know voting or you know giving a, a pick on a game that I haven't mm. played. I haven't played any of these games, unfortunately. So I'm not the best, best person. Well, they're to not on about the Xbox 360. So no, that right. makes sense. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's right. Um, but I mean, just looking at the hype for, for all this stuff, I, I think Among Us is probably the, the the pick for me.
0: Yeah. I haven't played any of them either, but Among Us, from everything I've heard from people, it seems like it's a really fun game that people have enjoyed playing together. And it went from like 20 players to 14 million So Among Us seems like the viable pick out of that group. And then we have best sports slash racing game. And the nominees are Dirt 5, F1 2020, FIFA 21, NBA 2K 21, and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. We'll start with MVG.
2: Well, I have played Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. I thought it was a a pretty solid remake. I haven't played the others. I don't think Tony Hawk is going to win it, though. I I would probably say NBA 2K 21. He's going to take that one.
1: Uh, Tony Hawk is going to win because a bunch of nerds are voting. So they, they're like, oh, yeah, skateboarding. That's something I could imagine myself doing. I'm never going to be good at basketball. So Tony Hawk, I like that game. I, yeah, I think Tony Hawk's going to win because of who's voting.
0: <laughs> and Sean, I'm so- talking about myself there, to be clear. <laughs> I'm the nerd there. I'm
3: with, I'm with Jeff, Tony Hawk.
0: Nate, what do you go. think about this one? I'm going to go with FIFA 21. It's a pretty good guess, too. It's a popular sport, and you have a worldwide voting panel, so I think FIFA is going to be pushed over the edge. Jeff, did you
2: buy any card packs this year on FIFA?
1: Oh, oh yeah, man. I, do. I'm not, I don't play anything else. All the, that, that Astro stuff, I paid a neighborhood kid to play that game for me, and I just played FIFA.
0: <laughs> <laughs> then had Best Sim slash Strategy Game, and the nominees were Crusader, Kings 3, Desperados 3, Gears Tactics, Microsoft Flight Simulator and yes. XCOM Chimera yes. Squad.
2: Flight Simulator, let's go! <laughs> it has to be Flight Simulator. I'm ex- I'm excited about this one. I'm glad to see Flight Simulator getting representation at this show. By the way, it deserves it. I
1: I, uh, I I do think Microsoft Flight Simulator will win this. I've started playing Crusader Kings Three recently, and that game is a hoot. It is a riot. It's really good. Uh, I I. I I think it might be my favorite out of these, even though I really also like Microsoft Flight Simulator, but I think more people will, ha- will recognize Flight Simulator when they're voting,
0: uh, let alone have played it, yeah. Ooh, I think I've played Gears Tactics, and it's fantastic. It's a good game. But I do think Flight Simulator may get the nod and get the win. Shamsa, what do you think about this one?
3: Uh, I have no idea who, uh, who, uh, the, uh, about the rest of the games. I only know the flight simulator.
0: Then that's your pick. Then that's how we vote too. <laughs> so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've
2: heard about this one. I'm just going to tick it in the box here.
0: Exactly. <laughs> that's right. I've heard of this game. Check. Then we have best family game, and the nominees were Animal Crossing: New Horizons, Crash Bandicoot 4, It's About Time, Fall Guys, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, Minecraft Dungeons. And Paper Mario: The Origami King. It's, I mean, it's Animal Crossing, right? Like Animal Crossing's going to destroy in this category. Yeah, it should be a clear. It should be a landslide victory. Yeah,
3: it is.
2: Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm still salty that there's no Clubhouse games here. Come
0: on, yeah, What's I'm
3: great. Mario thirty five in here.
0: That too. Yeah. What, yeah. what happened, Jeff?
1: <laughs> <laughs> i you know i i think i might have yeah i'm sorry to both of you i think i might have forgot both of those games uh when we were <laughs> not uh wow clubhouse games is is the game i actually did play with my family the most so it yeah. definitely should have been on here me and Nate were me and Nate were amazing. playing
2: clubhouse games yeah. during
0: a spawncast
2: one one episode the whole
0: time yeah we're playing golf and cards and everything because i don't know why we're just like let's play clubhouse games during the spawncast it was fun i bet we were supposed to have a spawncast tournament and they never set it up so MVG and us we played against each other. I, there you I, go.
2: But I do think Animal Crossing will will just dominate that that category. Yeah. yeah.
0: Then we had best fighting game, which was Grand Blue Fantasy versus Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, Street Fighter 5 Champion Edition, One Punch Man a, hair, a hero nobody knows and Under Night In Birth X Late CLR. I can tell you how we voted, intentionally
1: left blank. <laughs> we just we don't we, we none of us play fighting games so we just didn't put anything down like that's that's an option so that's what we took yeah i've
0: absolutely. only played one of them and i played under night in birth x late clr it's from arc system works it's a fantastic 2d fighter it's very similar to guilty gear and nobody plays it so i'm gonna give that my nod but it'll probably go to mortal kombat 11
2: i would say mk 11 we'll take that one i
1: i agree with that
3: MK11 for me, also. The only one uh, I've actually seen not played.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Then we have best role-playing game, and it's Final Fantasy VII Remake, Genshin Impact, Persona 5 Royal, Wasteland 3, and Yakuza Like a Dragon.
1: Uh, I think Final Fantasy VII Remake is is probably the the easy winner here. Uh, I think... Yakuza might ma- might have made a late push just so many people were playing it right as they were voting for this um, but I still think Final Fantasy 7 Remake is going to have the, the momentum here You don't think Persona 5 Royal has a chance? I do not I think that Mm -hmm. I think the people that like Persona 5 voted for it when it was Persona 5. And uh, I think a lot of people want to give Final Fantasy 7 remake. It's due. You know, I mean, Final Fantasy 7 remake is is nominated for game of the year. Right. So Mm -hmm. I think that I think it kind of puts it over the top.
2: Yeah, I I would agree. I I do see Final Fantasy 7 remake taking this one. It's the right. Yeah,
0: I see that happening, too, even though I love Yakuza like a dragon. So Final Fantasy Seven remake makes the most sense, I think, out of that list that you could see getting the majority of votes.
2: What do you think, Shamsa? Persona
3: Five.
0: Persona Five.
3: Yeah, because I did not like the End of Final Fantasy.
2: Yeah, I mean, you can't <laughs> rule that one out. Like, I know, you know, it just seems like everyone's going to vote for Final Fantasy, but maybe Persona Five.
0: Maybe. maybe it could be the underdog story. Yep. And then we had best action adventure game, which is Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Ghost of Tsushima, Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales, Ori and the Will of the Wisp, Star Wars Star Wars Jedi: Fallen Order, or The Last of Us Part Two.
2: this is a tough one. This is a tough one because basically, whatever whatever wins here is not going to win Game of the Year, right? I mean, you know what I'm saying? I think you're right. So this this think is you're like right. this is like the second place winner. Which, i think that's which, i think that's even how we voted on it too. yeah I think that's and, how we thought and that's a terrible thing to say but i mean i think that's the way it's, <laughs> it's i'm reading this look i i think and this is tough because this is a tough one to to, to pick i think ghosts will get this one and we can move on to game of the year but you guys already know what my my pick is but i think ghosts will will, will will take action adventure game
1: i i i can't argue with that reasoning i i think that's I think there's a chance Miles Morales, I think there's a good chance Miles Morales wins this, um, but I do think Ghost of Tsushima is actually going to win. Um, I would love to see Ori win this category. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So that it could, yeah, So that could, I mean, I think it deserves it. I think, I do think it's actually the best playing game out of all of these um, and, and, you know, deserve that game of the year nomination that it's not going to get. So it's like, well, maybe we could give it its due here. Uh, but no, I think Ghost of Tsushima is going to win.
0: See, I want to go with Ori Will of the Wisps. I think that game deserves the recognition. It is a fantastic game. It might just be one of those cases where not enough people played it, so it's not at the forefront of your mind when it comes to voting. And Ghost left a more left a bigger impact on the player. So when it came time to voting, you're gonna give Ghost the nod. And as it's been brought up, if we're looking at second place here, I think, you know, the last of us, when we get into the game of the year, you know, topic here. Yeah, Ghost makes the most sense, I think, out of that list. Man, is that tough? It's a tough one, though.
3: Uh, well, uh, I'm kind of uh, reverse what <laughs> Nate said. I think uh, Ghost of Shima will get the Game of the Award, uh, and The Last of Us will get this uh, best action adventure.
2: Yeah, but I mean, you you can't rule that out either, right? I mean, that's that's, that, that's a very
0: very good pick yes. as well. Uh, now we'll jump to Best Indie Game, which is Carrion, Fall Guys Ultimate, Hades, Spelunky 2, and Spiritfarer. So this is uh, this is exactly what you described,
1: but for like, like Hades is in the Game of the Year award, and well, and so it's like, it, it kind of already got its due. So I think I tried to vote for Carrion here, I, but I don't know if, if the rest of my staff, did. I think the rest of my staff still might have done Hades, so... Uh, uh, that's how I voted, and I wanted Carrion here because I'm I also really like Carrion. Um, although all these games are really fantastic. But I bet, but, you know, <laughs> just kind of by default, Hades is going to win. Yes,
0: wow. Hades will win. Yeah, I would agree with it. Yeah, man. Spiritfarer is really good. but I got it on my yeah. Switch, I just
1: haven't had time for it yet.
0: Hades, I think, just left that bigger impact with people and the voters and the players. So I'm going to go with Hades.
3: I'm going to vote
0: for Fall Guys. Fall Guys. You know, yeah. that,
1: that game honestly could still pull it out, too. Yep. It, yeah, it definitely could.
0: Absolutely. Uh, now we're going to jump to best game direction. And this is Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Half Life, Alex, and The Last of Us Part Two.
2: This is a this tough where one. Half, <laughs> this is. A this th- is
0: I, yeah, I
1: think this is the one where you just give it to Half-Life Alex. Like you just acknowledge that game here. Right. Like, I think that's how it got nominated. But how in many the first people place played they, that game? How many people on your stuff? No, playing? I know you're right. I know you're right. But like, it's it's best game director, not game of the year. Right. You're like, I could tell that's a well-directed game from not playing it. Um, I did play it a little <laughs> bit, but uh, but, it, but I don't know what to me. I'm just trying to, like, suss out the logic of, of the voters. Um, yeah. Yeah and you know if 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 everything if i think if people just vote for games they like uh i could see the last of us part two winning this one pretty easily actually um i think the last of us two wins there's like that um the the uh accessibility award i think it wins that i think it wins best direction and i think it wins the uh like the user vote but i don't think it wins game of the year i guess that's spoiled the rest of our show here but uh, (laughs) i think that's my feeling right now (laughs) i
2: would give this to the last of us part two
0: you know, I think I'm going to go with Half-Life Alex because you want to give that game an award. Yeah. And this is kind of that category. You're like, these other ones are probably going to win in other categories. Half-Life Alex isn't. So let's give it to Half-Life Alex. It's kind of like that. It's kind of like a, I don't know. It's just, we want to give it something. This is the best case we have.
2: Nah, I, I think if they wanted to give it something, <laughs> they should have made it mouse and keyboard and just a regular monitor. <laughs> Just let wow. everyone play the game. That
0: is some
2: wow. I don't I, I, I don't want to spend five hundred dollars to play that
0: game. <laughs> <laughs> That's valid. I mean I'm surprised it didn't come to PlayStation 5 or even just PSVR on PlayStation 4 before yeah. the end of the year just to get into the hands of more people.
2: I agree. And I think I think people voting feel the same way. That I mean I, I get Jeff's point about it, give it something, but it's like how many people actually played Half-Life Alex that are reviewing yeah. that are voting? That's a
0: good
2: point. Shamsa, what do you think about this one?
3: Well, this game direction, Um direction. I don't really understand what they uh, what we is either. The
1: That's the thing. No one does. <laughs> no one knows. Like like, oh, oh like, yeah. the way the that
3: I did not. I did not like the Final Fantasy uh, remake direction, and I did not like the <laughs> Last of Us Part Two direction.
0: Yeah. <laughs> See, the best no, oh, yes. game, the best yes, direction the is Mario 35. You just move to the right. <laughs> Shante, go west. I think we, we might have actually voted for Hades
1: here as well for this end game of the year. So,
0: And that's we're going to go right into the game of the year now. Yeah. This is going to be tough. It's Animal Crossing New Horizons. It's easy. Doom Eternal. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Ghost of Tsushima. Hades. The Last of Us part two and we will start with mvg oh,
2: well i will say that i have played just about every one of these games except for hades uh, which i am planning on checking out Gross. before before i'm even
1: talking to you <laughs>
2: <laughs> i but i i've I played everything i i finished doom eternal i finished final fantasy seven remake i finished ghost i finished the last of us part two i put some hours into animal crossing i don't want to say i'm a hard die hard animal crossing you know player and look for me the game that left the biggest impact was The Last of Us Part 2 I think that game was incredible was it perfect absolutely not perfect but I just went back and recently started checking it out again on the PS5 just to see if everything that I experienced earlier this year was a bit of a fluke or just wrong and I just kind of fell in love with the game all over again and just it looks incredible it the story is Is a is fantastic. I think that the game is too long, and it does need to be trimmed down. Like I said, it's not a perfect ten game, and I think you know some of the scores that it did get were a little, a little higher than what I maybe thought it should have received. But I think it's the game that none of us have stopped talking about this whole year. You know, like it, it's it's just one of those games that just enters the conversation when we talk about video games, and I think that will play in the minds of people voting. And I think this is going to win game
1: of the year. I, I think that you are probably right. Cause I don't think enough people played Hades. And I know a lot of people have now played Hades, but when you're talking about, you know, voting for game of the year, um, I think almost everybody probably played the last of us part two, if you're one of the voters here. Um, uh, but man, I, you know, I, we voted for Hades. I think that there is, I think there was, I think it was the right time, right place for that game where, uh people were kind of looking back at this year you know I, I, mbg i'm glad you liked the last part too but i mean I, I think a lot of people were like i maybe i don't like yeah. it as much as i thought i did um and i think people maybe maybe looking back and like well what am i what is my favorite game so far this year and then right at that moment there's all this buzz for hades and people pick up that game and they're playing it and that's right right when it was at its peak is when we were nominating games uh and so maybe it died down a little bit by the time we actually voted for this category but i, I i i don't think so i think that this game i think hades is actually going to pull it out I, and i hope it does um I, and, and you know if it doesn't it, it, you're, it, it's because last of us part two did win and it just because that is just this this massively appealing game so many people that and it did deliver on what it said it was going to be um and 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 yeah if it does has flaws it's like so much it's so much more than so many other games in all these other ways um uh, that that I think it's hard to deny and I think I think that's why the part two is probably the other one here that is that could win but I think Hades has a real shot and I think that would be my, and be my I, I choice And I will
2: say there. that you know all these picks are great picks this this, this year. Yeah you know, that's a good point like even if Doom Eternal walked away with it which I don't think it will um, I, I'd still feel pretty <laughs> good about you know how, how things went because all these games deserve to be in the nominations and you know I I I do think that they've they've there's some really good picks this year.
1: I agree. Yes. Other than other than Snowrunner not being in there. No <laughs>
0: yeah. and Shamsa, And what do you think?
3: Well, uh, as I said before, I think uh, Ghost uh, <laughs> uh, will uh will get the, this award. Uh, however, mm-hmm. what um what MVG uh, uh said just a uh, a couple of minutes ago, about having uh, the last of us uh, the, uh, being talked uh, all over the year. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it? Yeah. Is it uh, like? Uh, is it like? A, uh, it's like a minus. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. A negative point to Ghost of Tsushima because it, ca- became, uh, it came late this yeah.
2: year. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It, it came later. Like. If you remember, they it was yeah,
3: yeah, they they uh, they
1: delayed it for Last of yeah. Us Part Two. I don't know if that hurts it though. I think that like, I think that um, you know, the recency bias actually might help it a little bit. I, right. I mean, I, I think I think we're seeing like a lot of uh, you know P- PlayStation fans uh, got that game, played through like played through it their time, and they're like finishing it in, over the last few weeks, and so they're still feeling very high on it, and that's why like I think it's doing very well in in the um in the the fan vote. Uh, mm-hmm. Section where it's the number two and it's got a huge percentage of the vote. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think. Yeah, I think Ghost of Tsushima is is, is like the dark horse here. I think Ghost of Tsushima. It's like if you didn't play Hades and you didn't like The Last of Us Part Two as much as you're hoping you would, I think Ghost of Tsushima is a very easy second pick, and you just put that in instead. Uh, and I think a lot of people probably ended up doing exactly that.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Yeah, I could see that. I mean, out of this list, I. I mean, I personally would have substituted Doom Eternal for Ori. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think Ori Will of the West should have got a Game of the Year nomination, but I mean that's just personal preference. Um, I could see Hades pulling it out in the end. I just don't know if it'd be a case of recency bias, where it was on the minds of a lot of people at the time when voting came through, and that would that's what would push it over the edge. I think MVG brought up a lot of good points with The Last of Us Part Two mm-hmm. that can't be ignored. And that could be the reason it does, you know, win Game of the Year at the Game Awards. I did, I did say the does. same
2: thing about Death Stranding last year, Nate. That we ne- we hadn't stopped talking yeah. about it, and it didn't win. So, you know, don't 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 take my words as as you know, <laughs> as, as meaningful in the scenario.
0: <laughs> but I mean, you do bring up good points there, and it is. I don't think if it won, I would not be out there saying it didn't deserve its win. It obviously and clearly did. And just out of this list, I mean, I don't see Final Fantasy VII Remake getting Game of the Year nomination or getting the win here. It right. probably, it comes down to Sony probably in the end. I think it probably will end up a Sony published game. And between Ghost and The Last of Us Part Two. Man, flip a coin. I
2: think I mean, that, that's what uh, Yeah, flip to. a coin
0: on yeah. it and you know, call heads or tails and, and assign each side to one of those two games, and that's probably going to be your winner.
2: Secure won last year, right? I mean, yes. it could easily, easily clinch it this time around.
0: Yeah, it's, I'm definitely curious to see who does end up winning it because these were fantastic nominations here. All these nominees deserve their spot. And whoever wins has earned it. And there's no there should be no conspiracy or anything around it. Like with death stranding last year, these are the five best games that people put up and to see Hades listed amongst these other nominees yeah, kind of point. shows that the judging process did its job. Well, yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I like, you're right. Even if that game doesn't win anything, uh, I'm still real happy that it, it broke into the game of the year award, like nomination. Yeah. So that's, that that's huge for that kind of game. Uh, it. it like, broadening tastes among, like, you know, even the people that cover games professionally, it's it's a slow process where, like, yeah, we come in here because we like the big, bombastic stuff just like everyone else. um But, you know, giving indie games their their due um is something that, you know, it's, it's been a long time coming. And to see it like it happened with Hades, the game that absolutely deserves it, is is really happy nice for me to see. And it's uh, and we voted for it, but if it doesn't end up winning, I'm not going to be salty about it.
0: I mean, I'm still salty until the Goose Game didn't win last year. Mm-hmm. Me too. I think we got the dice words for that. <laughs> I mean, really, when you think of like Untitled Goose Game, if you want to think of Game of the Year as the best game, Untitled Goose Game was probably the best game. It was just, it was pure fun. It was a real, just a video game that harkened back to like my youth. The whole point was just to cause mischief. It was a nice little puzzle game and it was a lot of fun. And the fact that these indie games are getting this type of recognition from the judging panel really shows how as you mentioned the tides are shifting they're beginning to notice that there's great talent in the indie pool and their games are getting the recognition they deserve it's not all about triple a efforts there's fantastic games made by small studios and the fact that we are you know giving them this recognition for game of the year or best art direction or anything outside of just indie game of the year is an achievement to that scene yeah
1: there, I mean, I think there's a real chance that a couple years from now, uh, like Sony or Nintendo will announce a big roguelike style <laughs> game and it, it and we will be able to trace it directly back to Hades and, and the oh, success absolutely. it had.
0: Absolutely. Now we can move into some of the Streamlabs questions. And we had a $3 donation from Skittles, who writes, a rumor is starting to go around about the Darkness 3. The Darkness was one of my most underrated franchises of the ps3 360 generation how do you guys feel about the rumor and the franchise is there any truth to it i actually did not hear any rumors about the darkness 3 but i love the darkness too i've heard nothing about it but yeah i mean
2: maybe that's a, a game awards uh, surprise who knows
1: i'd love to yeah, see it I, go I, back. i also haven't heard about it but uh I, I i guess i wouldn't be surprised it's kind of a franchise that that uh, feels like it it shouldn't have gone away. It feels like it should have had another shot. So yeah, yeah, I would see that.
0: You then had a $5 donation from Kieppo, who writes, hello, with The Last of Us 2 coming back into conversation with the Game Awards, I'm seeing a lot of the false advertising claims again regarding the trailers of the game. Do gamers not like to be surprised or hit with a plotline twist anymore? For the record, I loved part 2. I, I, what don't do know. You me, I
2: mean, I it's just like a movie trailer, you know, like you either like I've seen some ridiculous movie trailers where they literally give away the whole movie and you're left wondering, "Well, do I even need to see the movie now?" cuz I you just literally gave the whole movie away. I mean, a, a trailer is a trailer. Like I, I think um Yeah, I I think the trailers were fine. I I'm not really, I wasn't really putting too much stock into that stuff. For me, The Last of Us Two was something that I literally just disconnected from. Like I I put you know I muted keywords and I didn't click on links and I just I had no (laughs) idea about the story when I started playing the game. I know that that may be a little difficult to to believe, but I literally had no idea what was going to happen when I when I started playing that game, and I loved every minute of it. I mean, it was obviously very very sad depressing disturbing but it was it just the the ride was was you know was very memorable for me and look I, again you know i think i think it's definitely the game that has been the most talked about this year
0: mm-hmm. yeah i mean i think one game that always stands out to me is metal gear solid 2 konami went out of their way to only demo the tanker yeah. any previews you would read were only about solid snake When the game launched, everyone was under the assumption you played the full game as Solid Snake. They made sure reviews couldn't even mention the second half of the game. And it was such a twist, like, whoa, wait a minute. What's happening here? And Metal Gear Solid 2 is considered one of the best games ever made. And I don't know if you could get away with that that type of marketing today. It'd be a huge social media controversy if a company tried to pull that today. But I don't think it's necessarily... Yeah, I, mean, I, wish, I wish
1: that would happen today, though. I wish Hideo would be able to pull that off today. I would love to with the reaction to that. <laughs> I wonder... <sighs> could you even pull that off today? I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Like
2: be... let,
3: let, let Konami wake up for, uh, first, and then we'll talk about Thank it. Thank you.
2: Thank <laughs> you, Shamsa. And they, these guys are trying to convince <laughs> me that Silent Hill remakes. They're is waking
0: up... up. <laughs> They're in the process. They're rising from their grave. Yeah. They have the Castlevania franchise <laughs> on Netflix. They're like, we're going to alucard this. We're coming back with Silent Hill on PlayStation 5. People are going to be like, whoa. And they just had a game in Japan for the Nintendo Switch sell 500,000 copies in like a week. It's a board game. It's a game nobody in the West ever heard of. It's like Momotaro. But see, Konami's back. back Half back a home. million in a week. Konami's First back. million that the games going to sell a million copies soon. <laughs> konami's back baby <laughs> i'm
3: hoping i'm hoping i'm hoping <laughs>
0: <laughs> then had a three dollar donation from Skittles. who said i just want to thank you guys for the constant stream of content i got back into graphic design after a year's long hiatus back in march and your show is something i'm constantly drawing to so thank you you guys rock thank you Skittles. and you'll have to share some of your work on twitter you can send me a dm by mom i'm curious to see what you've been drawing so feel free to do that and that does it with the stream lab questions this week i'd like to thank jeff Grubb for joining us today absolutely
1: uh anytime man i i feel like i'm a little bit more free now that we got past the really busy season of the year so uh yeah anytime you want me back on the show please give me a holler i would love to be here
0: Oh, absolutely. We always love having you and our listeners always love when you join us. And I'd like to thank Shamsa for joining us as well. Thank you, Shamsa.
3: You're very welcome. Most pleasure. Pleasure is mine.
0: Hope you had fun chatting with us today.
3: It is. It is fun.
0: <laughs> and I'd like to thank MVG for joining me as always.
2: Thanks for having me on, night. And Jeff and Shamsa, thanks for coming and joining us. I think it was uh, it was a lot of fun.
3: Most welcome. Absolutely. Open.
1: Again, nice to meet you, Shamsa. This is really great.
3: A pleasure is mine, sir. Oh, my God. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. If she doesn't like to be called, sir, I prefer everyone call me, yeah, sir. Don't get, worry. I usually get cold
2: shit for brains or something. That's, 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 <laughs> that's, my, that's
0: why I usually get cold. <laughs> and if you enjoyed this video be sure to give it a like let us know your thoughts on the game awards nominees and the judging process and what you expect from nintendo microsoft and sony in the comment section below and if you think mvg is a shithead please don't post it in the comments until next time we will block continue you. to embrace the hate